You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Welcome back to Words of Life. We are glad that you're here. You know, Jason, we've been down so many roads. Yeah. We've gone from artificial intelligence to the image of God, and, and we were just touching on the idea of automation mm. and what that means in the workplace with you know people losing jobs and that kind of thing. Let's dive into that. I think that's one of the most important uh, aspects of kind of AI and technology is what is it doing to the nature of work? Mm. And I think that's kind of, we've seen that in a very small way in some sense with the COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, the pandemic hit and millions of jobs were lost almost overnight and the devastation that had on our communities. Um, And that's, I think, just a microcosm of what will be happening kind of moving forward in some sense. There's predictions, especially with artificial intelligence and automation, that will have massive job loss. But at the same time, we'll have massive job creation if you have new technology jobs that didn't exist before. And so there's a lot of questions, really pressing good questions to be asking about how technology, specifically artificial intelligence, in terms of automation, is changing what our work is and yeah. what the nature of our work is. And I think that really gets back to really what we talked about in this past episode, talking about the nature of what does it mean to be human. Yeah, I think we often assume that our humanity, our value, and our worth is tied to what we do rather than who we are. And that's kind of what we talked about with that status approach is that we're created in the image of God that can't change. Nothing take, it can't be taken away from us. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a value assigned to us. It's just who we are. And so I think that way it kind of revolutionizes in some sense, the way we approach work because reality is, is AI is everywhere. Um, We're already seeing um, in very specific areas kind of automation take over, whether we've seen this in factories, we've seen this in kind of the forthcoming self-driving car movement, and a lot of those questions is what happens when you have automation take over, uh, where factories or assembly lines or drivers or various aspects of clerical work or all these different areas of work are taken over in some sense by artificial intelligence, either completely our jobs are augmented where part of our job is taken over and given over to these machines. And so then it, these real questions, because again, it's easy to say, well, yeah, all this technology is great. But then you start to forget that there's enfleshed people, that right. there are people right. made in the very image of God who Humans. are losing their jobs. Right. And we know studies have shown time and time again that when joblessness increases, uh, substance addiction increases, uh, uh, sexuality and a lot of sexual issues specifically around pornography use skyrockets. Uh, We see opiate crisis throughout our communities um, and really throughout the world is that often when there's a loss of job or a loss of our identity in that sense, that we see these other massive social issues in our our culture and our, our communities. And that's where I think, especially as a Christian, I think when I come to these conversations, you have to take a more holistic approach mm. to understanding there is good that's coming with these technologies. But these technologies aren't a whole bunch of red-eyed robots coming to steal all our jobs. Right, right. Is that it's a little bit more complicated. It's a little bit more nuanced than that. And that's where I think we just have to slow down a little bit, as we've talked a lot about on this series so far, slowing down, yeah. asking the hard questions, the wise questions. And then realizing, you know, our work is not tied. Our work is something God has given us. It's a gift that He has given us. Interestingly enough, it comes. The work becomes before the fall. Mm-hmm. I think we often think of the, you know, the old nine to five, right. where you take the old punch clocks. A lot of younger listeners might not know what that is, but like a time <laughs> clock. Yeah. You go. 
you know, clip it and you get a punch in the, your card or whatever. Right. And we just think it's clock in and clock out. Our jobs, our work is just a necessary evil. It's just something we have to do. Well, the scriptures speak a very different understanding of our work. Mm. All work is sacred in that sense um, because it's something we're created to do. It's something that we reflect God in what we do. And so having a better theology of work to be a fancy, put a fancy term on it. Yeah. Um, a better theology of work grounded in the image of God helps us to navigate some of these thorny ethical issues. So Jason, a- along with that idea of remote working, you know, even church has had to go remote. Yeah. Um, you know, people are doing Zoom hangouts and small groups and, and literally attending services uh, electronically anymore. Uh, there's some writing about the the website being the new front door of the church. Uh, how would you uh, speak into that? Yeah, and this is obviously, uh, it can be a divisive question. People have very strong opinions about yeah. uh, online church. Um, I think kind of going back to some of those fundamental principles is when we look at the scriptures about the nature of the body of Christ is that not only is Christ incarnate, that was the whole purpose, you know, Christmas, he becomes enfleshed. He's a human being. He's physically with us. Um, In the same sense is that we are the body of Christ uh, as the church. And so I think there's one thing that we can use these, especially technologies, in an interim for a season. And COVID taught us that. I mean, we can gather together in some sense, um, for my family, just a little personal aside, it was a little bit longer than most. I mean, yeah. my wife uh, for a few years was battling cancer, mm. um, and we were isolated before and kind of quarantining before it was cool is right. the way we always talk about it. Right. Uh, before everyone was doing it, uh, we were doing it, and we were attending kind of as much as we could. We just physically couldn't gather with our, our church. Yeah. Um, and so there are obviously benefits to that, especially for those who have certain disabilities that are maybe um, home homebound or with severe illnesses and things like that. And so that's why I try to say in this conversation specifically is that um, we have to be a little bit more holistic in how we think about it. Sure. Because there are people who have, this is the way that, you know, for years we were able to gather with our church, even albeit digitally, not physically gathering, um, to hear the word preached, to be able to sing songs with one another. But at the same time, if I'm honest, there was something missing. Yeah. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.